Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? I tell you what, man. I'm running my legs off today. <laughs> I'm telling you, you get a little technical difficulty, and all of a sudden, Dave Ramsey replaces it. I'm telling you. What's up with that, Dave? <laughs> I mean, we, man, we, just we, push we, us right to the we side. We don't step on your toes. You don't step on our toes. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do financial advice. You don't do Hot Rods. We're, we're Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation about him, but it's all good. That's right. I'm going to put that on my list of things to do. Talk to Dave. <laughs> all right, man. So we got a little split-up crew right now. So half of our group, Josh and Breezy, they're over at Ruby Tuesdays right now holding it down. And you or I are over here in the studio. Right here in the Intercom Studios, right here where Donald Trump was being interviewed. I just feel cool because I'm sitting in the same chair Donald Trump did. I know. Like DJ, I feel all presidential over here. DJ Trump was sitting right in here. That's right. Donald J himself. I tell you what, Rod, let's jump right to it. All right. Well, it's a very, very special day for Hot Rods and Happy Hour. It's Breezy's birthday. That's right. Happy birthday, Breezy. Happy birthday. Birthday girls over there holding it down for us. Uh, coming up in the next Working week. Working on her birthday. Yeah. Working on her birthday. That's a shame, isn't it? That is horrible. You, know, you need to talk to your had, boss. I've never had to do that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, Coming up July 26th, we're going to be at Back to Basics over in Simpsonville. I tell you what, always a fun show, Heritage Park. Man, those kids, Misperception Car Club, they put it together big time. Great meet. I mean, they have like 600 cars there. And of course, you got High Rods and Happy Hour playing all your favorites. Oh, you got all the food trucks out there, you know, the car limbo, the tug of war, which, by the way, Back to Champions. Back Champs. So. It's always a fun time, guys. And while we're, and while we're talking okay. about that, we are looking for members of the Hot Rods and Happy Hour Tug of War yes. team. So if you want to be members of a winning Hot Rods if and Happy Hour. If you weigh 350 pounds or more, yep. Yep. you like cars, right? we got a free T-shirt for you if you come out to Back to Basics and help us with our Tug of War Challenge. Yeah, because we, we don't like losing. No, no, I don't do losing well at all. No, I'm I'm very competitive. You're very competitive, and, and we can't go down like that. No, 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 no. We're dragging kids across the parking lot again. Exactly. There's going to be flat bills and Bieber tapes flying everywhere. That's what I'm screaming. Skinny jeans just flying. <laughs> all right, guys, coming up July 27th, another very special day, our own Rob Pence's birthday. That's the right. The man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Hot Rod himself is getting older. Oh, Lord, I'm getting way older than I want to admit, man. Pretty soon that old uh, beautiful blonde hair is going to start fading away. Never. <laughs> Never. All right, guys, but that weekend we're going to be hanging out, and it's going to be big. We're going to be over in Anderson and A-Town itself July 28th through the 30th for the Gathering. The Gathering Show, guys. I'll tell you what, this is a huge open show at the Anderson Civic Center. If you guys haven't been down there, you're really missing out. This is a great venue for a car event. It's an indoor-outdoor, and they're going to have swap meet vendors. It's a great event. Got the Sparkle Detail Girls there. Drop them where. It's going to be a great show. Yeah, Kent Williams always does a marvelous job with the show, and it keeps growing year by year. And, man, I tell you what, open car show, you'll have many truckers, old school hot rods, new school hot rods, everything you can think of, low riders, high setting trucks, man, whatever you can think of. There's even golf carts there, motorcycles. It doesn't matter. Lay model it's muscle. The, it's everything. Everything you can they think of. They got a low rider bicycle show in there. I know. It's so amazing. They have a model car show, and they're going to have it again this year. Very, very cool. Very, very You know very we cool. like model cars, so, guys, you got to definitely check it out. Come hang out with us in Anderson at the gathering at the Civic Center. You do not want to miss that for nothing. Um, coming up uh, after that, ooh, very, very important date. 
August 4th, my wife, Jessica, it's her birthday. That's one birthday you better not forget. Yeah, I won't forget that. I think I'm going to take that weekend off, and we're going to go do something. I'll tell you what, you need to. Yeah, I I think all this car show stuff, I think uh, we just need to take off and head for the hills. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, you need some quality time. She puts up with you and all these station wagon antics. (laughs) You found you a good woman. You need to hang on with that with both hands. Yeah, we might go out in the station wagon. I tell you what. It'd be a good time anyhow. So coming up after that, August 12th, we're going to be uh, back in A-Town again, the cruise in at El Patron. I tell you what, great, great cruise in for an even better cause. The Anderson Classic Car Club puts on a great event, like I said, at El Patron down in Anderson, right off Clemson Boulevard. Easy to find, super good time, super good show, a lot of great cars, and like I said, helping out a great cause. Yeah, Will Dorsey helps put that together, and, and Will does a great job. They Well, they all do, the Anderson Classic Car Club. They're going to have all kinds of things. They're selling all kinds of stuff, but all the proceeds go to the Good Neighbor Food Pantry, so it's great i mean it's just it's a great cause i love when well, our know, hobby can help a great cause we've said it a million times and i'll continue to say it. it's awesome that we've started something we love and we enjoy doing and we're able to help out at the same time because i mean already you know in the past two years we're we're getting close to raising a hundred thousand dollars for different events i mean and, i love and it chari- yeah it's it's awesome it's awesome the help that we've been able to give to the community so that's great the following week, we're going to be back at Ruby Tuesdays, August 20th. We'll be back there uh, enjoying the four lettuces. That's right. I'll lettuces tell you, is, you know, this is where it all started, Hot Rods and Happy Hour, right there at Ruby Tuesdays. I love this cruise and great mix of cars, like I said. And, guys, if you're out right now, you know what? The weather's great. It's a little cloudy. It's cooled off a little bit. There are some gorgeous cars right now in the Ruby Tuesdays parking lot. I, I'm really hating I'm missing that because I mean, we're stuck in the studio. All right, man. Well, I think we got to take a little break, pay some bills, but we got some more announcements coming up after that. Be sure to go out to Ruby Tuesdays, but you're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. Man, Rob, we're good. We're in uh, two places at the same time. I would tell you something. We got some serious cardio in the day. <laughs> Whew, I tell you. I tell you what, while we're back on the air, though, we got something very important to talk about, guys. Coming up September 30th. 30th. September 30th. All right, guys, I want to tell you a little history. Right here, motorsports history right here in the Greenville upstate area. The very first televised NASCAR race was at Greenville Pickens Speedway. Yes, sir, it was back in 1971. 1971. Now, That's this is right. something very cool you want to think about, though, guys. This is sacred ground. you got to think about it. All the petties, Earnhardts, all the drivers have been on this track. And September 30th, we're making history again. That's right, Hot Rods and Happy Hour, Carolina Motor Fest. Bigger, you by, badder. Oh, yeah, and uncut. Why not? And uncut. Why not? <laughs> no, we plan for a big show this year. This will actually be the first um, year annual into doing this, so this is going to be a big show. We're, we got a lot of big things planned, a lot of things we're working on to make happen out there. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great event, always a great event at the historic group of Pickens Speedway. And, you know, with all you guys' helps, so that show keeps getting bigger and better. We've done it two times now. This will be the third time we've done it, and every time it's getting bigger. And with you guys' help, we plan on to keep it growing and make it a really spectacular event that all of you should be proud to say you were a part of. That's right. And we also got some very big announcements coming. We can't really say anything quite yet, but we got some monstrous announcements. Mon- monstrous announcements. That's right, guys. I like that. Well, let's talk about where we've been. We, we've had a little break. Yeah, we have. I'll tell you what, it's nice. It's it nice is. Speaking of a break. Especially in this heat lately. Good Lord. I'm telling you. Well, we did take a little field trip. Uh, what was it, yesterday? That's yesterday. right. We got to see the boys at the Mustang shop. Yeah, we went down to see Alan and all the boys down at the Mustang shop. It was a great time down there. And you know what? They work on more than Mustangs because they got my beautiful station wagon down there. 
the words beautiful and your station wagon do not belong together. Thank That's you. Just, Thank you for the confidence booster. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you. But, yeah, we're uh, we're strolling around. We went over to A-Town yesterday visiting some people and uh, came back through and stopped in at the Mustang shop. And uh, sure enough, we pulled in just in time to see it fire up for the first time. So I'll tell you what. Yeah, well, this, this is The first like, time again. Yeah, well, I've seen this car fire up for the first time four times. <laughs> yeah, so um, I guess it's time to break the little backstory to that. Yeah, well, I won't tell you. It's more of a. It's, it's like a sad story. It's right? it's tragedy. It's like cue the Sarah McLaughlin music. <laughs> yeah, can we get Sarah McLaughlin playing one? No. Um, in all seriousness, uh, so we put this car together. Um, I had a help from, you know, we'll just won't go there. But anyhow, it got put together. We finished it out in Rob's garage and started up. It ran great, but had no oil pressure. And uh, we thought maybe, hey, you know, bad gauge. So we drove it what ten miles to the muffler shop. <laughs> Open headers, no oil pressure. Uh, got mufflers put on it, so that was cool. Yeah. Then you drove it over to your shop. And no oil pressure still. No oil pressure still. So we figured, you know what, maybe we ought to think about this. Towed it over to the Mustang shop, just haven't finished it out and checked that issue out. Well, you know something I've learned, Rob? I've learned a valuable lesson. Don't leave rags in engines? Yeah. You see, when you leave a rag in the engine and it wraps around your brand-new $1,000 camshaft, um... They tend to break apart and go in every little crack and crevice in your motor. Oil gallery. Yeah, and, and you know what happens, Rob? Do you know what happens? You lose oil pressure. You get none, actually. <laughs> Zero. Zero. So when an engine has no oil pressure, as beautiful as that is, uh, bearings start tearing up, cranks start grinding to nothing. Well, I mean, it just wreaks havoc on the entire engine. It's just not a great thing at all. No. It, well, but she's back, though. She's, she's been back. She's, she's job, been everything's been replaced. Yeah, new crank. She's got a new rocks. lease on life. Exactly. Bigger and better and every time. Too I bad they couldn't make it look better. Yeah, I just spend more money, and it gets bigger and better. And maybe one day, one day, perhaps this week even, I'll be able to drive it. I won't tell you. It's like Sasquatch. Everybody's heard about it, but nobody's <laughs> seen one. Well, hopefully the next Hot, Hot Rods and Happy Hour event, they will be able to see this beautiful LS swapped wagon beautiful. the the infamous LS swapped wagon but you know more about the Mustang shop man they got awesome stuff I love going out there every time I go out there I tell Alan all the time I say I love this place because it's ever changing well it is they always got a really neat array of cars of course they got the, the typical your Fox body Mustangs and a lot of the late models the new edge SN95s and of course you know the newer 2005 up Mustangs but they also got a lot of classic Mustangs in there they got a 68 Shelby Mustang I mean this is a true like barn fine car well I'm gonna tell you right now they've done a little bit of work to the motor to make sure it's reliable but they've left the dust on this car and if I could walk out of the Mustang shop with any car, that'd be the one I take. Oh, on. it's a no-brainer. I mean, this thing is absolutely a thing of beauty. I mean, it took years to get it where it's at right now. Oh yeah, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. I think it's worth more as is versus actually restoring this car. It is just so beautiful, and that ties into what we'll be talking about here in a little bit. But this car is just so amazing, and it's so beautiful as it sits. But you know, the Mustang shop—they do awesome stuff. Like there was a Fox body sitting right next to my wagon that they just got done painting and putting bare brakes on. Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, this is the thing that's cool. I mean, it was still a 302 stock 302 Mustang, but he was preparing for a Coyote swap that they're going to do next year on it. But they went ahead and did the big 13-inch bare brakes on it. I mean, I love how these Fox bodies are being built now because these were like the cars that were hot when I was in high school. Yeah, that, or when that you shows, were in elementary school. That shows your age there, buddy. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Everybody wanted a Fox Body Mustang back in the day. I mean, that was like the cool thing. You well, you know? know, I still want I, I love them. You know, you'd have to shoehorn my butt into them on, but I, I still love The last I checked, they didn't make a, a station wagon Mustang. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, speaking, of, uh, speaking of doing the Coyote swap, inside their paint booth car they're working on now is that 98 
GT. Yeah, Which I mean, it was a GT car. I mean, of course, had a four-six-two valve. I mean, there's nothing wrong with them. It's a modest power plant, but now it's got that big Coyote five-liter power and in this, you know, old-style Mustang. I mean, and that's just some of the work to expect from out there. Those guys. I mean, they do a phenomenal job on everything they do. It's just so amazing to see it, and I just love going out there. Oh, I do, too. I mean, it's always something neat. I mean, Alan and the guys out there always got a really trick project going on, a Coyote swap. They're building like an F-150 over there now. Oh, yeah, that that truck's going to be awesome. It's totally in pieces right now, but they, what, got the big Ford front end up under it? Yeah, they um, got the Crown Vic front end under it. Of course, we got it sitting down low. It's going to be on bags before they're done with it. Yeah, it's going to be on uh, bags with a twin turbo Coyote set up. Well, they're I mean, doing like a frame-off restoration on like a 92 F-150. And word on the street is I'm going to be wrapping it. Oh, Lord, in digicamo, which is and, really cool. Yeah, that truck, and they're hoping to have it ready for Mustang Week, which that's coming up, and I think I might venture down for that. That's what I'm saying. Be sure to take your camera with you. <laughs> oh, man, that's wrong. <laughs> there's plenty. So wrong. Of, there's plenty of Mustangs here today that might be offended by that. Ah, they'll get over it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Mustangs were the first ones to pull in, and then the Dodge group by uh, Strong Force, there's a lot of beautiful cars out here. Oh, today. yeah, I'll tell you what, there's a lot of gorgeous cars here, but... This is this is the thing about Hot Rods and Happy Hour We pull out all types. I mean, like right now, I'm looking at an awesome 70s Ford F100 sitting there. And then, of course, we got this fine row of Mopars sitting there. Then, of course, we got a Cuda, a Charger. I mean, classic Mopars. And then we got a Smokey and a Bandit style Trans Am right over here to the to the left. I mean, that's just so cool. 58 I'm, Chevrolet. I'm telling you, I keep seeing this Cuda uh, come out. This beautiful white kind of puts you in the mind of the Vantage Point car. Well, Vegas Pork Horse is a challenge, you're not good. Well, we're right, but it kind of puts you in mind. But every time I see this thing, man, it keeps on pulling my heart toward the dark side, the Mopar side, and I don't know. Odd Rod, I worry for you so much. <laughs> I worry. Every day I say a little prayer. Well, I appreciate it because I need it. And then, of course, you got uh, Schmitty's beautiful black Silverado right here beside the trailer. That's dropped right. Out. You know, tucking 22s. Fours. 24s. 24s. My. My apologies. My apologies. That's about to get a riot started over here. He's looking at me. He's giving me the evil eye right now. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a great show. And, and, you know, we're back here now at Ruby Tuesdays. And if you guys are out and about, come see us. We're over here on Woodruff Road. We're just hanging out, having a good time. Well, that's a cool thing. we got the 106.310 here. I mean, we got games going on. We're giving out T-shirts. Great time for everybody. Absolutely. Man, we got some. Uh, we got some news to talk about coming up. Oh, what we got coming up in the news? Well, we got a couple things. We got some uh, stuff involving Aaron Kaufman and Jack Roush, of all people. The cat in the hat and the cat with a beard. <laughs> yeah, the cat with a beard. Big beard, as a matter of fact. Yeah, a very big beard. But, yeah, um, so you want to get into talking a little bit about uh, what's going on with the Bearded Wonder? The Bearded Wonder, Aaron Kaufman. I want to tell you something. We talked about him, and you guys, you can go back and listen to our podcast now on iTunes. Just search Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Oh, yeah, we have updated, haven't we? That's right. We're all cool now. We're special. That's right. But the thing that's cool is you can go back. We actually did an episode talking about when Aaron Kaufman was leaving Gas Monkey, and now Aaron Kaufman is starting a new venture on his own. You know, it was funny. that that uh, Back on the podcast, we were talking about that. There were so many speculations at that time as to why Aaron walked away from Gas Monkey. And I think, I have to think real hard, I think I called it. I think I was saying he was going to start his own venture. And I, I don't think this is going to be the last time you see him on Discovery Channel or anything like that. I, I think he's just going to be a... It's only a matter of time. I mean, it's easy to get burnt out doing these things. I mean, you don't, you don't understand. I mean, we get a taste of it. A, a small taste. taste. Of it, a small taste of it. But these guys have got a camera in your face. You know, I've been around this stuff before. I mean, when they tell you to do something, you do something three or four times so you get it just right for camera. Yeah, hold, I mean, hold the screwdriver just right so you see the name. Exactly. I mean, that's the reality of reality television. It's not really a reality. You know, it's basically just... I mean, staged. I mean, best way to put it. How about BMW 440i? 
It's a good looking ride. Yeah, I, I think he's just cruising through, but I kind of like it. That's what I'm saying. But even like we were talking about Aaron Kaufman, though, I mean, it's easy to get burnt out. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of speculations of what's going on, but the truth of the matter, you know, um, he's actually starting up his own shop, Arc Light uh, Fabrication. Well, I mean, and the thing is, Aaron Kaufman is a good fabricator. Aaron Kaufman's a good all-around car guy. He's a builder. And this is the thing. When you do things like this, you lose touch of your hobby. You know, if you're a, if you're the best car builder in the world, but you stay away from the hobby and you don't do it for years, guess what? You're going to start. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Well, that's just it. it. You know, the problem he had a Gas Monkey was, you know, it's a made-for-TV show. It, it's a drama-based TV show that's byproduct it's a, it's of a car. It's a glorified T-shirt shop that pushes out old cars. Well, it really is. They got the perfect marketing strategy. Of course, all of us car guys are going to watch it. Exactly. Got, you got Gas Monkey socks on right yeah, now. Yeah, I got Gas Monkey socks on right now. Word to the wise, Richard. When they sell your product at Walmart, ask Jesse what happened to them after that. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't long, and uh, West Coast Choppers uh, went away after that, was it? Well, it was an official sellout move right there. When you make Walmart, <laughs> it's on the way out. Hey, we're going to make Walmart. <laughs> yeah, to get groceries later. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, Gas Monkey was a great shop. Aaron was good for it, but the problem is it is a TV show whose byproduct is building cars. So what happens is you build these TV cars, and you're forced to run through them quick and quick, and you lose touch of the you know the labor and the nice work that goes into them. And I think that's where Aaron, you know, he got tired of. Well, this is another problem you have with that kind of stuff is when you're doing these types of cars, it's not, it's not hard to build a good-looking car for television. It really no. isn't. Um, I mean, it's a 20-footer at best, these exactly. cars are. And, you know, a lot of cars that Gas Monkey puts, puts out are good-looking cars. I mean, Mike Coy, the boys over there, they're good. They, they are good people. But due to the time constraints, you start seeing a lot of corners getting cut because, like I said, they're making cars for the TV show. They're not making cars for people or making cars to show. And, you know, we've had the luxury of seeing some of these cars up close and just like, you know, even like some of the overhauling cars back in the day. I mean, Chip Foose is one of the best car builders, bar none in this country. I would put him up against anyone. But those overhauling cars are not Chip Foose cars. Well, I mean, he even said that in an interview one time is don't judge him by the cars you see on overhauling. Well, and and that's just a prime example. Well, that's the thing. That's TV talking right there. That, 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 that's the TV show doing that. I mean, yeah, there's some great cars overhaul and build. But I remember one of the first ones they built, they took that 56 Chevrolet four-door, and they cut the top off of it and made a two-door car out of it. Yeah. And they airbrushed all the chrome down the side of it. And the only reason they did that is when they shortened the car up, they could never get the chrome to look right on it. They didn't think in like seven days. So they airbrushed the chrome on the side of this car. And, you know, that's a very tricky. Coming from an artist standpoint, it's extremely hard to duplicate exactly. that look and make it look right. And that car was horrible down the sides. I actually saw it at Columbus at Good Guys. And this car was, I mean, it'd make you seasick. It was so wavy down the sides. Yeah. I, you know, like uh, the Pantera they built for uh, SEMA. The Gas it, Monkey Garage. Built. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. I mean, but some of these cars, you're right, man. And even at SEMA, you It left a little to be desired. Exactly. But, you know, moving on with Aaron, he's talking about opening up a shop, of course, Arclight Fabrication. He plans to focus on his longtime passion of early Ford F-100s. You know, and he's currently building a few at, you know, different fabrication levels, you know, so show off his work, and I'm sure we'll see some of those F-100s out of SEMA this year. 
Oh, I'm sure we will. I mean, you'll have Aaron bouncing around all the booths as usual. I mean, Aaron's still a very high commodity, him, Richard, and Chip at SEMA this year. Yes, sir. And, you know, that seems to be the case, unfortunately, with Gas Monkey Garage. They'll build someone up like Casey. And Casey took off and started his own shop, and he's doing a great job. Well, Casey Matthews doing a good job on his own. I mean, I'll be honest with you, do you really want to work under that pressure and work under that stress? Casey Matthews, you know, he spits out YouTube videos. I mean, he's sponsored by, you know, all the different Valspar and all these paint companies and things like that. So, I mean, he's getting all the props and getting all the, you know, the praise, but he doesn't have to put up with the headache of, of a weekly TV show. I mean, keep in mind, guys, a series is nine shows long. That means every two weeks you have to spit out a full episode. Yeah. A fully built car every two weeks. Now, keep Virtually. in mind. Now, sometimes they have, you know, dual, like, you know, to-be-continued builds where it takes two, you know, two episodes a month to build a car. But keep in mind, even at that, building a car from the ground up in a month, I mean, oh, that's, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable. And like I said, when you start doing things like that, you have to cut corners. Exactly. All right, so next on the news, we got Jack Roush. The cat in the hat. The cat in the hat. So Jack Rouse is actually being inducted into the Automotive Hall of Fame, which I didn't even know there was one. But Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I was waiting on our inductions. Well, I'm sure they're in the mail. Okay, all right. You know, uh, for as long as Jack can remember, uh, he has been – he's had a don't-fail mentality, and it's been proven. Well, I mean, Jack Jack doesn't have a don't-fail mentality. I mean, when he came over on the ARC, he was dedicated. <laughs> and that dude – Are you saying he's old? <laughs> <laughs> he was old the first time I ever saw him, you know. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Jack actually grew up in Manchester, Ohio, which is near the Kentucky border. And he grew up in poverty, you know. That's around the World War II era, actually. So. It, was more, it was more like the Stone Age, wasn't it? <laughs> but, you know, he saw forgotten war vets and farmers down on their luck back then. I mean, that's what he grew up in. And even in, uh, his own father, Charlie Rouch, he, sh he struggled as a businessman working in uh, ice and coal delivery, which I imagine – that's just a hot commodity of a business. Yeah. yeah Do you I don't still know. get your coal delivered? Yeah. You know, I mean, once a week. Yeah, I have my ice dropped off every other Tuesday. Yeah, so. really. So, yeah, I mean, I would just imagine that's a, you know, great entrepreneurship there. Well, I mean, I'm sure he learned a lot of valuable lessons from his dad. Absolutely. A lot of that stuff carried on. But, you know, Jack Rouch is in so many things in the automotive field. I mean, everybody kind of loses him with the NASCAR stuff. But, I mean, Jack Rouch, of course, got his Roush Mustangs and his Roush products for his Mustangs. But he did a big project about three or four years ago with Ford. That sounded like a Mustang. Yeah, doing a uh, doing a project for Ford on compressed natural gas, CNG, you know, which a lot of the police cars right here in Greenville County run off you know, natural gas. And he was doing conversions on F-150s and gas F-250s running them off natural gas. You know, Ralph said in an interview one time, he said, I wanted to uh, never have what happened to his father happen to him or his family. And, you know, talking about going through the struggles they went to. And he said, I always want to have enough things going on, you know, mentioning what you said, have enough things going on that he would never have to worry about failure. And I would say he succeeded at that. I think he's nodded out of the park on that one. Because, you know, now he's 75 years old, and Roush is a legend in the automotive industry. You know, he's the chairman of Roush Enterprises, you know, uh, and of course he's co-owner of Roush Fenway Racing, which, like you said, everybody knows him knows him for. Um, you know, and Roush Fenway, they've won over 400 races now. You know, so, I mean – that's very impressive. They're very yeah, highly impressive. Um, you know, and Roush Enterprises has become a major provider of engineering and uh, product development, you know, uh, for auto industry with clients such as Google and, of course, Ford Motor Company with the Roush Mustang. So, I mean, you know, Jack's been out there for a long time, and like you said, he's involved in a lot. 
Well, he's a big name, and like I said, he's involved in several, several aspects. How about Harley Davidson just pulled up rumbling beside us? It's hard, it's hard to beat a nice little sporty. 1,200 sporty come rolling through. That's nice. That's gorgeous. But yeah, back to Jack Rouse. Jack, uh, he'll be inducted into the Automotive Hall of Fame this Thursday, July 20th. So it's coming up. Well, you got to be in a rush with Jack, you know. <laughs> Man's always on the move for sure. And, you know, he had this to say. He said it's a great honor uh, to have his name in the greats uh, of the industry along with all others. So, I mean, he's very appreciative of it. You know, Jack's done a lot of amazing things. I mean, we got a couple of friends that even have Roush Mustangs. You know, Jonathan West has that beautiful gray one that's even signed by Jack Roush. I mean, and that's a cool thing about Jack Roush. Jack Roush is the, I guess he's like the NASCAR Carroll Shelby. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a great way to put it. So, I'll tell you what, man. Let's uh, let's get into the uh, what we were planning on talking about today. Well, I'll tell you what we're talking about today. You know, every week we pick a new subject or something like that, and Something that's very, very popular in the hot rod community right now is the resto mod scene. Um, you know, it's kind of like you can have your cake and eat it too is what we actually nickname this segment. You know, a lot of things, when you're building a hot rod, you're, you're building that five, 600 horsepower car, it's not exactly a good streetable car. And as a rule, hot rods are not known for being the most reliable automobiles in the what? world. I know, it's crazy, <laughs> what? isn't it? But, but, I mean, this is the thing. But, you know, it's changed. Now, you got so much late model influence now with the cars. So what they've done in the last 10, 15 years is you're starting to see a lot of these cars being married together. So they're taking this vintage body and putting all this late model drivetrain in it. And they're making an uber-reliable, an uber-driving car that's, I mean, virtually maintenance-free compared to a old-school carbureted hot rod. And you can drive it. I mean, you can so autocross it. You can actually you, enjoy it. Are you sitting here beside me admitting that LS swapping the world is better? Not necessarily. <laughs> Do not take that out of context. I see a lot of people here might not agree. I tried to talk cash into LS swapping the truck when it was down. I'd say it would been a lot cheaper than building that V10. Yeah, no joke. But, I mean, you know, resto mods, is it, that's what it is. It's a street rod that is, you know, built to handle today's world, you know, built to drive on a daily basis. Well, I mean, it is built to drive on a daily basis, and they're very, 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 very popular. But before we get too far out, we need to describe exactly what is a resto mod. Ooh. Well, about 10 or 15 years ago, like I said, the resto mod scene really started gaining a lot of steam, started going on strong. Well, with the tune port and the LT1s coming out, that well, was... Well, that was a big thing, but another thing that was really big before that was you started having a lot of people... I mean, virtually every hot rod is technically a resto mod because you're true, taking an interchange of parts. The big thing now is using the newer parts. Um, perfect example, like street rods. You know, you got your 30s and 40s cars. Keep in mind, you know, in 19, when I had my 32 Ford, right. a 100-mile trip was like driving across the country. Right. Where right. now, the guy that I sold my 32 Ford to, I mean, he drove that thing to California. Yeah, he literally drove it across the country. Yeah, he drove it across the country, which is unheard of in 1932. So, I mean, that's something that's very, very exciting. So, on technicality... On technicality, um, on technicality, my wagon would be a uh, resto mod. Yeah, pretty much. So you're, you're admitting that I built built something cool. Kinda. Kinda. All right, I tell you what, we're going to, have to wrap this one up. All right. All right, I tell you what, guys, we got to pay some bills and all that good stuff. Stick around. This is Hot Rods and Happy Hour on 106.3 WORD. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.